Welcome to Awards Radar, the podcast, a weekly discussion of the awards races, Hollywood news, and the films you should have on your radar. Here's your host, Joey Magidson. Hey everyone, and welcome to the uh, premiere episode of season four of the Awards Radar podcast, as uh, Steve coined it. We got renewed. Thank God, because, you know, I think we have some serious narrative issues that we got to resolve this season. Just the character arcs are completely different than where we started. Well, I was going to talk about this off air. I guess we can we can deal with our business while we're recording. We'll do it live. Um, The Rock pulled out of our uh, cameo. He was supposed to be on the podcast this week. He pulled out the last minute. Have a good you you could have really emphasized just how much I'm the only person that loves Black Adam. Yep. That even you were like, yeah, it's okay. <laughs> nah, I'm into it. <laughs> it sucks and it's stupid, but I'm into it. <laughs> oh, I, oh, I know. And uh, you know who? Uh, you know what the Rock's not into? Shazam too. Oh, apparently not. <laughs> to the point of like perhaps actively sabotaging it. Uh, when's that James Gunn reboot? Uh, not till 25. We got to wait a little bit. This is going to be something. Yeah. In any well, event. Here's the thing. I've been, well, and we'll introduce ourselves in a second. I've been reading yeah. all week about like, oh, why, why did Shazam 2 fail? Oh, is it something about this? Oh, is it, is it, maybe it was just never going to do well in the first place. You ever think about that? Maybe nobody fucking cares about a Shazam sequel as much as we assume they do. Also a possibility. Also, you're Miles. Hi, I'm Miles. I'm here. I didn't see there Shazam 2. I didn't care. Yeah. I mean, I did. I liked it. But, uh, you know, I think the main key, uh, by the way, people, if you don't know, we're talking about it didn't do it. It was very weak. Number one at the box office. And apparently uh, The Rock spent a great deal of time making sure he never crossed over with Shazam, kind of sabotaging both properties in the process. But. I don't know, sabotage. He, he didn't do any favors to either. That's for sure. No, it seems like he, he, he tried to sort of take advantage of an opening in leadership and it, it just didn't yeah. pan out. And the needs doesn't seem like either movie was able to justify all the interference. Totally. I mean, I like Shazam Fury of the Gods just fine. But yeah, it's hard to get someone to go see that movie as a high priority when you've already told them that this take on the character is not long for this world. Well, that's just it. And they keep like, you know, saying nice things like, Oh, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll bring them back. The door's always open. They could totally reprise. Yeah. But they're not like gonna, are they like, if there's no plans for them to do it in the next 10 years, are they really going to come back for Shazam three in like 2040? I mean, I don't think they could. They'd have to recast. Nah, I think not. Yeah. Oh, Steve's here too. I am here. Steve doesn't have or strong thoughts on... Uh, oh. Wait. <laughs> if he's not here, then where is he? And more importantly, who's potting with us? You can, Steve, you can insert the scary music now. Who's Steve? Oh. No, I'm here. It was <laughs> me all along. Oh, that's the twist? <laughs> that's the twist. Kaiser Pruszkowski. I was just reading my script. That's what it says, page four. Uh, all right. We Wait for the that... Shazam two commentary and then jump on in. The wild part is we wrote this three months ago. Like, what if the movie had opened huge? Yeah. 
just, you know, an answer in search of a question. That's true. We have plenty of stuff we're actually going to talk about today. Um, we will be looking and making fun of my year in advance predictions from last year. Steve has a game for us. Uh, Miles has the fairly obvious results of our fantasy draft. Mm. Um, we have questions. And, uh, oh, yeah, we're, we're comparing our Creed slash Rocky rankings. I'm very excited for that. Well, you, you say that now. I think you'll you'll be interested to see just how much we differ on some of them. Yeah. Well, you have to you have to follow up with your uh, five your five movies you have to recap for us. Yep, I'll I'll burn through. So um, before we do that, why don't you uh, tell us how you're? We sent you on a fact finding mission last episode to count up the points. Oh yes, so What'd the draft. Find? Yes, so we all chose uh, just to recap for people who maybe didn't follow along or don't remember. Uh, we all chose five films, five actors, and five actresses. And then we basically got a certain number of points for how well each of them did throughout the season. That was the plan, at least. But I just tabulated based on the Oscars. And Steve is so ridiculously out in front that it's not even worth going through the rest. Uh, yeah. Primarily because he's got everything everywhere all at once, which is kind of, you know. This season, that that counts for most of it. If it was a season where it was more spread out, then I would probably have kept going. But yeah. just just going on Oscar points alone, where a nomination we decided was worth three points, a win is worth four points. Here's where we ended up. So uh, I got a total of 63 points. I came in second place. Uh, Banshees of Inisherin helped me out a bit. Um, I got some stuff from Babylon and the Whale. I uh, got some points for, uh, I got uh, Kihi Kwan and Michelle Yeoh, so that helped me out a bit. Oh, boy. Uh, Joey, you were in last with 57 points. Yeah. Um, you, you had a lot initially, it seemed like, because you have Top Gun, Fableman, and Avatar, but you had mostly duds in your acting categories, and that's what held you back. Yeah, I, I do remember trying to go for those below-the-line points, but... I kind of needed above the line points too. Yeah, it didn't end up balancing out, unfortunately. Well, just the way we set it up, uh, the acting stuff is pretty weighted. That's true. We uh, might but, be able to figure that out next time. Yes. But Steve came out way ahead with 75 points. Uh, he had everything ever all at once. He also had Wakanda Forever, which did quite well, and Women Talking, and Tar. <laughs> so... Right. And he did so-so with the actors, but he just had so many bangers in uh, picture that it didn't end up battering. Oh, so do you Sounds wanna, like, like the good guy wins. Hang on. Hey, wait a second, Steve. Well, Miles, do you want to uh, give a f uh, slight summary? Because I, I I have a thing I'm planning now. Just summarize one more time. Oh, I, it was is that not what I just did? <laughs> I just wrapped I it up. Like, give me like a neat little like bow until next season. Okay, until next season, uh, Steve's out ahead, then me, then you, and uh, we will do this probably close, probably after at least the first round of festivals have started, so we have a bit more of a sense of what the season looks like. Um, but uh, yeah, it's kind of fun, kind of interesting to see. Uh, I, it would be fun to sort of keep tabs with it more, especially once the precursors get going and sort of update it as we go along, maybe. Yes, for sure. Um, look at what I just sent you. And Steve, um, I'd like to invite you up to give a speech. You won your your fantasy Oscar, so uh, oh yeah, that's right. The floor is yours. Oh well, um, 
You know, as a young podcaster, I they told me it, it wouldn't happen, and it did. And stick to your dreams. Mm-hmm. Don't give up. Don't give up. Remember. Wait, hold on. My agent, Tom Sawyer. We move on. Hey, hold on. My, uh, my partner here is going to speak. Oh, oh no, there's no, there's no time. time. Oh, shit. Yeah, you must, uh, you must sit down there. She got Matt so, Damon. Oh, so our apologies to Matt Damon. So while we're on the subject of uh, we, we teed up the, the, ra- the rankings thing, before we get into that, you have to finish what your rankings you're you when we last left that you'd seen rocky four right uh yes so i oh. caught up with the remaining five uh in the week uh, so by four between. you were super you were so you were super pumped at this point with four right three four oh oh yeah we were on a high listen it they just they got you know two was just basically more of the same but then from there they kept getting better i was raring to go i was excited to get more into it and then you look it up and you see oh the Director of Rocky's coming back for Rocky Five. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure that's what they said at the time. Um, what else they said at the time? They said, "Ugh." Man, I'll tell you what. I can't remember the last time I saw a franchise go from such a high high to such a low low. Like, oh my god! Like, like just, just such extremes like everyone had warned me this was the bad one and so i was going in expecting it to be bad by rocky standards but it's abysmal just by movie standards it's oh, by, so miserable it's bad it's, movie <laughs> it's it's like you know paulie's at his worst naturally but like rocky and adrian are at their worst too it's like really depressing to see how like one bad head injury is all it takes for them to like immediately transform into the versions of themselves from the first movie, like c- complete with costume changes and everything. It's, yep. it's, it's preposterous. It's bad. I hate the Tommy gun character. I hate the promoter character. I hate all of it. It's so frustrating. So that, uh, I mean, we kept going obviously, but let me tell you, if we weren't doing it, something for this, I, that might've put me off it. So so suddenly you go into Rocky Balboa wondering just what the hell you're gonna get now. Well, exactly. But I'd also I also knew that at this point we were probably past the worst of it, and we were. Yeah. Uh, Rocky Balboa is solid, it's fine, it's very like safe, soft reboot territory. Um yeah. it is it is a Rocky movie. You get the beats. Uh, dramatically it plays quite well. I think it does a better job sort of tapping into the spirit of the original than five did, even though five looks more like the original on the surface and has those like trappings, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think Baba was good. I think it's got, I think actually it has Stallone's best performance of all of them. Interesting. Well, he's in the most of it of his, of senior Rocky. Yeah, but I just think it's because it's still about him. He just has the most sort of dynamic range to sort of go go to different places and sort of show us different sides of the character. I think once you get into Creed, you're sort of it's 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 also very good, but it's variations on what he introduces there. Sure. 
Also, probably least annoying poll he's been for you. I guess I don't know, man. Like, if you one monologue where he kind of like you you the things you wanted to. You've said that, but like, if you didn't tell me that, and then I watched the movie, and then you asked me what did you think of Paulie's big scene, I would have said what big scene. Ah, fair. So, (laughs) like, too little, too late. Times a million. Sure. Sure, fair. Uh, but at least it was nice to get. I don't know. And I, I just, I understand the narrative decision to kill off Adrian between movies. I think for some reason I was always under the impression that Talia shot or died and that's why they did it. But then it turned out she was alive and they just didn't bring her back. Yeah. And like, it works on one level, but on another level, her presence is sorely missed. Because they have another girl. Yeah, without but, making it important. Yeah, but it's not the same, and it's no, no. like it's they fine. Would, they also, would have actually this is, done better just to not have that character in the movie. Yeah. Also, the the antagonist in both this and Creed are completely interchangeable to me, and like have zero characterization whatsoever. I Mason the line Dixon, right? Yeah, nothing. And then, and then I, the oh. British guy. Yeah, he's got a regular name, right? Probably. He doesn't have a pun in the middle. <laughs> who ca- who knows? I don't know. But he shows up in two movies going forward. He's in it more than... I think he's in the whole trilogy, character. actually. Oh, yeah. He's in the third one. He pops up for a second. He's at, he's at the beginning, yeah. Oh, boy. Um. So, yeah. Then we, then we get into the creeds. And the creeds are yes. good. All three of the creeds are very good. Um... I'm not as crazy about the first one, I think, as most people are. And and I think probably because I'm very much not watching this as intended, you know, like, and that's been kind of fascinating because you're seeing sort of filmmaking evolve over the course of decades by shotgunning it over the course of like a week and a half. I mean, you've actually gone from one young, exciting director to another young, exciting director. Oh, totally. Yeah. Whole generation. Yeah. Um, I think there's a lot of good stuff in the first Creed. I think Michael B. Jordan is sort of more than, you know, capable of stepping in and taking over. And it's a different character with different sort of issues, which I think is good. I think I wasn't as interested in those issues in the first movie. I think the chip on his shoulder defines him maybe a little too much for my taste. Okay. Um, Not that it's bad, but I think after watching the formula like so many times back to back to see a very good version of but it's still the formula and we still don't have an interesting antagonist yeah it's sort of i I think i was maybe expecting a little more that's fair though i will Um, say maybe the best use of the rocky theme since the first movie yeah and, and i think uh I, th- I think the way it's utilized at the end there works really well. I think it probably has the best fight uh, of the whole series, which is the single take in the middle. Yeah. Uh, spectacular stuff. Um, I will say this about all the creeds, except for the most recent one, I think are missing a certain grittiness, especially when it comes to the fights. Like you get to the end of the fights in the both of the first two and everyone still looks pretty clean. Yeah. Like, like they could still like they could still go out to dinner after this. I don't know. Um, but anyway, then we get to Creed Two, which is my favorite of the Creeds. Um, clearly, I'm just a big fan of the Drago storylines. Yeah, right. Um, 
but that's a big improvement. I just think, I don't know, the stakes are higher. I just think there's more like going on. There's more emotional weight. Like the ending is actually surprisingly effective in that regard. Um, you know, I think if it ends up being a farewell to Rocky, I think they leave him in kind of an ideal place where like, you kind of don't need to know any more than what you get there. Um, and that way, as we now see with Creed three, the, the series can kind of fully move on past him, which I understand is at least partially due to like weird rights reasons, which are stupid and unfair. But no, um, it, it wouldn't. It wouldn't have sucked if Rocky showed up in Creed three at one of the two moments you you can easily think of. Oh, totally. But at the same time, I did not especially feel like it was weird that he wasn't there. Yeah. Um, I like Creed three a lot. Uh, we just saw it in the theater. So first Rocky in the theater, I guess. There we go. <laughs> um, Jonathan Majors, I think probably the best antagonist since the first run. Yeah. Uh, um, and, um, Michael B. Jordan, incredible directorial debut, some really great compositions in there. You can feel that anime influence, especially in the fights, which are fantastic. Um, there's like this fascinating kind of psychological thriller aspect to the kind of the main relationship. Bit, um, yeah. yeah, no, there's a lot of great stuff. Also Tessa Thompson, great in all three, like it's not quite adrian it's like a different energy but the dynamic is still there or like something some sort of semblance of that kind of dynamic that you want definitely definitely um so yeah all in all um a mixed bag i will say there's like two that i think are great most of the rest are kind of in the same sort of like three and a half out of five star range for me and then five is like abysmal so right. it's there was there weren't huge outside of that there weren't huge jumps in quality for me uh, from so one to the other. So let's go through start at nine, and then we'll we'll go and if there's a difference we'll discuss. So there Steve, there will be <laughs> yeah Steve you're doing this too right all right number nine I got Rocky five, five. Uh, Creed three I've never seen, you haven't it. seen it yet oh well all right, so you're it. number eight then. It's terrible. Um, my number eight, Rocky Five. All right, there we go. There you uh, go. It's a piece of shit. Yeah. My number eight, Rocky Four. Oh. Yeah. Uh, my number eight, Rocky Two. Steve, wow. Number seven. That's my. Well, uh, let's just pretend that I I'm going in the same pace as sure, you. Sure. Uh, Rocky Two. All right. Well done, Miles. Mm. Yeah. You gave me the All courage right. to. Uh, to say that. Yeah. Next up, I have Rocky Three. Uh, next up, I have Rocky Balboa. I have Creed Two. Oh, interesting. Next, next, mm-hmm. I have Rocky Balboa. Next, I have Rocky Three. Oh my gosh, Miles! Well, well done again, Rocky Three. Oh. oh. Now we're in the oh, top the, five. The clapping here. I got Creed Two. I got Creed One. I have Rocky Balboa. Ah. Mm. Four. I have Rocky two. I have Creed three. I have Creed. Oh. Three. I have Creed three. I have the original Rocky. Rocky four. Oh. Mm. Number two, I have Creed. Number two, I have Creed two. 
Most is actually my number one, but Rocky won. Aha. And I wrap up on Rocky. And I wrap up on Rocky four. So the two with Drago are four stars for me. Most everything else, three and a half. And then four, five is like one. He wasn't honestly the the one thing I need to do is go back. I would have to go watch Creed two again. I don't, I mean, I, I, I did see it. I don't remember seeing it all that well. I think I was distracted at, at least. Sure. Um, so, so my ranking is probably lower. Okay. But from what I hear, uh, I, I think I follow a lot of, uh, of Miles direction. Well, it's kind of a mix. So I mean, it is a wildly, it is a wildly varied series. And I think yeah. that's, what's cool is that so many people can come at it totally. and get different things from different ones. Yeah. And and it starts with this, the same DNA where some of these yeah. things, it doesn't feel like, okay, you you go nine films in. And you're like, you know, from one to nine, you you can barely recognize it. And this doesn't feel like that. So, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, let's do a, we have a, a film hog face off from a Vinnie Thornburg, which could have been a character in a Rocky movie. Yeah. Reese Maybe he's the son the of that mob boss that just disappeared after the second one. You think his real name is Vinnie Gazzo? Maybe. Oh. Well, Vidi Gazzo says, Reese Witherspoon's birthday is today. Compare the following. So it's a film hog face-off. Legally Blonde versus Election. I think I don't... I don't think I've seen Election. Well, it's going to be it's hard one of those ones that on I'm, a, It's one of those ones that I feel like I would have seen in film school, but I feel like sure. I missed it. Um, but I do like Legally Blonde, so I'll go with that. Wow. Steve? I'll go with I'll go election. Same. Yeah, election's great. Savage, savage satire. Mud or inherent vice? Oh, very different films. Yeah. Um Mud is a good movie that you keep waiting to be great and it never quite gets there. Inherent Vice is a bad movie that you keep hoping will be a good movie and it never quite works out. Um, there's some stuff I like in Inherent Vice, but on the whole, I think I have to go mud. Steve? Hmm. Yeah, mud. Mud as well. Yeah, it's a mud, it's a mudslide. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, Inherent Vice is, never works. And mud, you wish is better, but it's still pretty good. Walk the Line? Or wild. Um, I think she's better in wild. Yes. Um, walk the line maybe has a bit more going on. I don't know. Th- um, I think they're both probably about the same for me. Um, I guess I would go back to walk the line sooner. Okay, Steve. I'd go walk the line because I did not see wild. But walk the line. She, you know, she's good. Yeah, he's she's better in Wild, but the movie is up and down. Walk the line is solid, so I'll go walk the line. And finally, oh boy, Little Nicky or This Means War. Oh God, This Means War. The movie that's famous for being the worst movie everyone in it was in. Wait, have you seen it? No, but it's like at the bottom of all of their Rotten Tomatoes or something. But you will. 
I'd hit you 28 days of be, love next year. Oh no, fuck you. Don't it's make a romantic me, comedy. Don't make me do it. It's a oh. you get to watch you get to watch a romantic comedy with Tom Hardy. Don't do that. I, I don't pre- don't pretend I don't know what the movie really is. <laughs> no, come on. You get to watch a Chris Pine, Tom Hardy, Reese Witherspoon, Chelsea Handler movie. Oh, Chelsea Handler. Well, that changes things. <laughs> well, listen, McGee only brings the best. Not not in the cinematography department, apparently. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Higher Rotten Tomato score, though, than, yeah. uh, than Pixels, to go back to something we discussed off air. Which is hard to do. All right. So which one was it? Yeah. Did you make a pick? What? Out of... Uh... Little, Little Nicky, Nicky, this means war. Oh. Well, I, as as you might have deduced from the conversation, I haven't seen This Means War. I think I've so seen voting. parts of Little Nicky. Not the whole thing, but it looks awful. <laughs> Steve, how much romance is in Little Nicky? It's, it's quite romantic. Uh, ah, something with the uh, devil. Isn't that that's how he was nah, born, right? Look, it looks the, like some garbage. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm going to go with This Means War just because it does have Chris Pine and Tom Hardy, which is more than the entirety of Little Nicky has going for it. The funny part is now you have to watch it so you can know that you voted for it on one of these things. I, I don't know that that kind of qualm is going to keep me up at night. Oh, no, the movie will keep you up at night. Oh, it's got to be a Little Nicky, right, Steve? I'm going Little Nicky because honestly, it, it is so bad. That at least you can enjoy watching it for that reason, and the fact that you know Sandler goes, Sandler does some tremendous work, and he also does some huge swings that are uh, huge flops, in, in my opinion. And but he he, on, he stands by it. He doesn't he doesn't you know back away yeah. from this stuff. He he knows what his his uh, his filmography is, and he's still around. So you know what? For that reason, I'm going to go because the other one is just one of those. Hey, let's middle it so bad that it just doesn't work for anyone. Yeah. We're a little Nicky, at least. You know what? I'm, I'm sure he enjoys it. So there you go. You know what? It, yeah, I'm, I'm looking at who uh, everyone involved in this means war. It's it's tough. So, Miles, a little known fact. Steve has uh, Adam Sandler and little Nicky as his actor of the year that year. Yeah. Right. And that's Tremendous why I work. Won. Yeah, there you go. All right, so thank you for that one. Well, let's take... Another one of these, shall we? Okay. We have one from Ryan McDermott. Ryan has more films that won seven or more Oscars. Okay. Gandhi or The Sting? Ooh. Uh, the Sting, for sure. It's just more entertaining. Gandhi, I mean, as with many Richard Attenborough productions, it has that whiff of, is this problematic now? Huh. That, I, I don't even know if it's a whiff anymore there. Yeah. Steve? Yeah, the sting. But I, I, I did like Gandhi when I saw it years ago. Sure. Yeah, uh, yeah it's I'm, the sting I'm here. sure I can figure out where the uh, the problems lie, at least oh, yes. the biggest. Yeah. All right. Cabaret or Patton? Uh, Patton. I don't have strong feelings about either, but Patton's more the kind of movie I like. All right. Steve? 
No, I'll follow suit, Patton. Cabaret's yeah. okay. Cabaret's fine. I don't love either of these, honestly. Next up, My Fair Lady or Lawrence of Arabia? Lawrence of Arabia, for sure. It's a masterpiece. My Fair Lady is good for what it is, but it's not on the same level. Oh. Yeah, uh, Lawrence of Arabia is one of those films that you hear that you have to see. And then when you see it, you go, damn, that's why I had to see it. It's, it actually stands up. It's, uh, it's incredible. Yeah. Uh-huh. And uh, yeah. it's like, it is the definition of, of an epic film. It's, it's beautiful. I agree. West Side Story or Ben-Hur? Ben-Hur. But, yeah. No strong uh, feelings. I'll go with West Side Story. Uh, and, and I will also say this, if I haven't said this already, that the Spielberg West Side Story I've really come around on, and oh no, yeah, it's you're I mean, big, I, you're big, big fan of Hansel Elgort in that movie. Uh, I'm not talking about the actors. I just watched it with my daughters, and I, which who had seen the original, but uh, I mean, I, there's a lot of amazing stuff in that. The you know, the choreography, the cinematography, uh, the acting is is actually probably one of the weak points in some of the parts, as you, you know, one of the actors you named, but. Uh, so much else is excellent, and so, especially so, uh, the the uh, the supporting roles, I think, are are spectacular. And that's why you win Oscars. But uh, I know we're talking about the nineteen what sixty version, so yeah, yeah, still West Side Story. Sure, I'll go there. I, I have not come around to that one though. The Spielberg one, it's whatever. Gigi or the Bridge on the River Kwai. Uh, Bridge on the River Kwai is pretty impressive, so that. Yep, it makes it makes Steve whistle. Yes, it does. I've uh, for sure. I haven't seen Gigi, uh, and it would be tough because. Yeah, I don't think Bridge I have on the River, River Kwai because I I love that film. Yeah, no, Bridge is great. Yeah, That's what's amazing think. with Bridge is is the fact that in those days you actually had to build a bridge to blow it up. Yeah, yep. totally. You know, so, and it shows. Yeah. On the waterfront, or from here to eternity. On the waterfront, it's just—it's the one that people know. It's the one that people go back to. Sure. On the waterfront is probably top ten for me. Yeah. So on the waterfront, it's a sweep. Great Brando performance. Really, I like that movie a lot. Same. And now a three-way. The best years of our lives. Or going my way, or gone with the wind. Oh God! Um, well, I don't like Gone with the Wind, but I don't have strong feelings about either of the other two. Um, I guess best years of our lives, but not for any real reason. All right, Steve. Uh, I'm probably gonna go with Gone with the Wind, but hold on, let me pull up best years of our lives. It's been a while. Looking for a reason not to go Gone with yeah. the Wind. Well, if he goes Gone with the Wind, I'll pick the one that you didn't pick. Since, again, no strong feelings. Yeah, I'll just go Gone with the Wind. All right. There we go. We made it work. We don't usually end on such apathy. <laughs> yeah. Well, we don't usually end on Gone with the Wind. That's true. We try not to when we can. Um, <clears throat> let me see. I know we have, we have one more question. But then we're going to do Steve's uh, Steve's game. Oh, what a game. 
yeah, that's the game I want to play. Steve, you want to set it? it up like? <laughs> well, no, no, I want to play Steve's version of like a saw game on the podcast. I don't want to play. Uh, I want to play an actual game. You don't. You don't win. I mean, Steve should do like a like a saw trivia game for us. That'd be fun. You have to find the key, just in the bottom of the the big pot of razor blades. Yeah. No, no. It actually it, it went down the drain. Actually, when you woke up, did you not see it when you woke up? Oh, you missed it. Sorry, you just you missed it. That's it. We love these movies, though. <laughs> All right. Kflee208 asks before we get into Steve's game. Last five Oscar winners. Who do you think would win? What is your pers- personal ranking? Who do you think would... Okay, yeah. So it's... In each category, the five previous winners are the nominees. Right. Okay. I misread it first. Supporting this is a actor. cool one. Yeah. Mahershala Ali. Light. Brad Pitt, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Daniel Kaluuya, Judas and the Black Messiah. Troy Kotzer, Coda. And Kihuei Kwan, Everything Everywhere, All at Once. Oh, and I gotta pull these up so I'm looking at them or I'm never gonna keep them all in mind. Yeah, same. Can you repeat those? Ali, Pitt, Kaluya, Kotzer, Kwan. I believe my ranking would be Pitt, Kotzer, Ali, Kwan, Kaluya. I would say Kwan, Kaluya. Kotzer, Pitt, Ali. Oh, jeez. I need to, to see them. All right, here we go. So bottom up, were you? I'm sorry. Uh, I went top down. Top I did down? too. Yeah. Okay. Um, Just read your list backwards. It'll be fine. I promise. I'll go Kaluya, Pitt, Kwan, Kotzer, Ali. Oh, we all had very different rankings. Who do you think would win? Would win? Probably Pitt. Yeah. Unless, I mean, the problem is, you know, who who gets to keep their narrative, you know? Well, yeah, the narratives are wildly different. (laughs) Yeah, five different years, so. Yeah. Uh, Especially with the Green Books in the mix there. uh, Yeah, something tells me Green Book's not in the mix if all these other films are there. Yeah. Right. Actually, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Pitt, Kaluuya. Oh my gosh, it's tough. Forget it. I'll yeah. just keep what I had because <laughs> it, I, okay. Once you get past, uh, once you get in the middle three, there's it's really difficult. All right, all right. Supporting actress: Regina King. If Beale Street could talk. Laura Dern. Marriage Story. Yoo Jung Yoon. Minari. Ariana DeBose. West Side Story. Jamie Lee Curtis. Everything, everywhere, all at once. This is a good little exercise to make sure I remember who won for what, because the the movie titles are not listed. Yeah. Uh, well, for me, um, I didn't see West Side Story, so take DeBose out of it. Um, I would probably say Dern, King, Curtis, Yoon. Steve? Uh, I'd go Yoon, DeBose, King, Dern, Curtis. I go Dern, King, DeBose, 
Yoon, Curtis. I think Regina King or Laura Dern wins, depending on what's going on. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I was just thinking of uh, Minari and, um, and just, just discussing it actually recently. So it's fresh in my mind. I'm not sure, actually, when you look at performances, it would be tough. I'd have to sit down. Sure. Uh, I might actually put uh, DeBose up, up top. But the, uh, okay. yeah, it is what it is. Yeah. Dern, though, Dern's one I actually completely forgot she won. Shame. But she's a good winner. Yeah, I Lead, like that one. Lead I actress. Like oh, oh, she is the mayor of Hollywood. Lead actress, Olivia Coleman, the favorite. Renee Zellweger. Judy, right? It's called Judy? Yeah. Boy, she's going to do well in this ranking by that sign. Frances McDormand, Nomadland. Jessica Chastain, The Eyes of Tammy Faye. Michelle Yeoh, Everything Everywhere, All at Once. So we all have a Zellweger at five, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. 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 Uh, Coleman, Yao, McDormand, Chastain, Zellweger. Okay. I go Yo, Coleman, McDormand, Chastain, Zellweger. Who's your second? Coleman. No, that's all. I think we're on. Uh, I think we're in sync again. Yo, Coleman. Mm-hmm. Uh, McDormand, Chastain, Zellweger. Yep. Is that the same? I assume. Who do you think yep, wins, yep. Michelle? Uh, who wins? I'd like to believe so. Uh, I'd say, I don't, I don't gosh, it's, it's tough. I don't know if it really is tough. Again. Yeah. Because if you take, if you take Yo, because, you know, it's, it's so recent and um, then who wins? You know, that's, that's a question. I think Coleman can pull it out. Coleman or McDormand? Yeah. Yeah. Lead actor. Rami Malek, Bohemian Rhapsody. Joaquin Phoenix, Joker. Anthony Hopkins, I almost said the two popes. The father. Yeah. He's actually so good in the two popes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Will Smith, King Richard. Brendan Fraser, The Whale. I go... Fraser, Hopkins, Phoenix, Smith, Malik. Okay. Still haven't seen The Father. So, yeah. Um, the rest is so dire, I think. Um, I guess I go Phoenix, Smith, Fraser, Malik. Steve? I'm going Hopkins, Fraser, Phoenix, uh, Smith Malikness. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I mean, uh, the choppers on uh, the, the Malik <laughs> performance. Choppers. Yeah, that that performance has not me. aged well. No, no, not at all. Director Alfonso Cuarón. Which one was that? Roma? I assume, right? Roma. Yeah, not Gravity. Roma. Bong Joon Ho, Parasite. Chloe Zhao, Nomadland, Jane Campion, The Power of the Dog, and the Daniels, Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. Yeah, that that Quaron thing. I was like, wait, he's got two. Which one? Yeah, threw me yeah. off for a second. Uh, I go Bong Campion, Daniels, 
Zhao Koran. I go Daniels, Bong, Campion, Quaran, Zhao. Mm-hmm. I'll go Bong. Daniels, Campion, Zhao, Quran. Very, very similar right there for us. Clear top and bottom. Yeah, it's between, it's uh, Campion and, and the Daniels that I'm slipping between. Yeah. I think Bong is my number one by far. Sure. K4208 says if you want to do the screenplays as well, if you have time slash wanna, let's do it. We always have time. <laughs> yeah, and we seem to be enjoying this also. Boy is adapted and original. Very different looking here. All right, original. Green Book. Sorry. Parasite. Promising Young Woman. Belfast. Everything Everywhere All at Once. I go Promising Young Woman. Parasite. Belfast. Everything Everywhere. Green Book. Okay. I go everything everywhere, Parasite, Promising Young Woman, uh, Belfast, and Green Book. Hmm. I will go. It's a tough one. Um, I mean, there's three tough ones, and then the other two fall behind. So I'm going to go with. Let's go Parasite, Promising Young Woman. Everything Everywhere, Belfast, Green Book. All right. By the way, who was going to win director? We never did that. We didn't do that. Bong? Uh, yeah, potentially. Sure. Sure, sure, sure. All right. In this category, Everything Everywhere, Promising Woman. Might still go Parasite, honestly. It could do. Yeah. Adapted. Black Landsman, Jojo Rabbit, The Father, Coda, Women Talking. Black Landsman, Coda, Women Talking, The Father, Jojo Rabbit. I uh, haven't seen the father, but the others, I'd say Black Klansman, Jojo Rabbit, Coda, Women Talking. All right. I'll go Black Klansman, Jojo, Coda, The Father, Women Talking. Black Klansman wins? Yep. Yeah, yeah I think so. Steve? Oh, I noticed he, he didn't do it for picture. Do we want to do those real quick? Sure. We can we can do a bonus. Uh, so what would that be? That'd be Green Book, Parasite. I'm missing one before. Uh, Nomad oh, Nomad Land, Nomad Land, and then uh, Coda, Coda, and everything ever all at once. Everything. Uh, ranking. I'm just trying to rank as I was saying, and that's not a way you can do that. <laughs> nope. Um, is anyone ready to go? This is a hard one. I think I am. Go, go, wide. Well, I think I'll go Parasite, Coda, Everything, Nomad, Land, Green Book. That might be my ranking, actually. 
Uh, I would say Everything Everywhere, Parasite, uh, Coda, Nomadland, Green Book. We're pretty, we're pretty close. We're pretty close. Yeah. All right, Steve. Tell us about your big game that you uh, are so excited about. All right, I'm very excited to express. Uh, let me finish my speech first from earlier today. When I was a boy, wait. Let's go into the game. Let's go into the game. All right. Um, so as we discuss categories year after year, and you start to see their, your favorites uh, or the favorites pop up, and you say, "Well, this is going to win," and we know, you know, sometimes weeks ahead of time that so and so is going to win for best actor or whatever. So I say, let's take out the winners and then decide who would win. Based on who's left, uh, and we can also. I, I think this we should do it based on the four that are remaining, uh, or for picture, I guess would be nine. But sure. uh, some categories, I think, it'd be interesting to also throw somebody into the mix. Are we doing? We did have some, you know, uh-huh. uh, considered snubs. Uh, there's also some people that you know that maybe if they were in here, you know, it would change things up because you know I think one one diff one. Uh, one nominee out of the race or one nominee in the race could definitely uh, swing the whole thing. So, okay. Do you want to do a specific category through the years or do you want to do one Oscar year? Uh, you know, it's up to you. Yeah, we, you know, uh, I, I let you, I let you host it from here, but you know, do you want to do all of it all the way through? Miles, what do you think? I'm up for whatever. It shouldn't take that long. Which one do you want to do? Wait, you want to go one year all the way through? Yeah, I think so. Why, why don't we do good. that just to sort of... Sure. Establish it. Do you have a year in, in mind? I say let's do this year. All right, we can do this year. Yeah, works for me. That way we don't have to recalibrate because we we know what we how we stand on this from predictions. Now, are we going with personal choice or what we think would have won? Uh, I think I, I would like to decide or, or look at what we think would have won. I think okay. So just the race is one shy. Yep. Okay, we'll pull up the list to make it nice and easy. Well, I can I'm just pull up my predictions because half of them are going to be. <laughs> That's a start. All right, so we have here. Should we go top? How do we want to start? Do we want to start with uh, picture? Or do you want to move from? Down let's go. Let's go. Up? Let's go with uh, like effects. I- I'm on Wikipedia. What What are you on? Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm on Wikipedia as well. Okay. All right. I say start with visual effects and work our way up. Sure. Nominees are All Quiet on the Western Front, The Batman, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, Top Gun Maverick. The winner, original winner was Avatar, The Way of Water. Um, All Quiet or Top Gun, right? Yeah, probably. Because this year would be different also. Steve, what do you, what do you mm. think? Well, I don't know. I, I would go. With, I think Maverick. Okay. Yeah, I could. I could see either one of those. Film editing: The Banshees of Inisherin, Elvis, Tar, Top Gun, Maverick. Probably either Elvis or Top Gun. Top Gun. I think Top Gun. Well, I mean, based on how they went the rest of the night, yeah, I think Top Gun. Yeah, we're, we're wasn't to, I, I would have said Top Elvis, Gun, like, but clearly Elvis wasn't doing as well as we thought. That's what I was about to say. So, yeah. Steve, what you're about to say is right. Yes, wasn't 
Top Gun scene is like far and away the winner for a while yeah. in this category. And uh, Miles is right. I think if we are considering it as the same year and taking all the same narrative effects and stuff that we can, it wouldn't be Elvis because Elvis didn't lose any, didn't win anything. So nothing's getting taken away here. Right. So I think Top Gun by that virtue. Costume design. Babylon, Elvis, everything everywhere all at once. And presumably the winner, Mrs. Harris goes to Paris. Oh, yeah, maybe. Um, I I would assume everything everywhere because of sweep at that point. Yeah, well, remember, it's, it's it's no longer it's no longer a sweep because those those wins don't exist. So, um, well, I don't well, know. I would say, well, I would yeah, say Elvis. I guess. Elvis is where I would have put my my money. Or I did put my my money in on Elvis. So, Elvis was number two. Yeah, makeup. All Quiet on the Western Front, The Batman, Black Panther, Elvis. Probably Elvis, I guess. Yeah, it, it was such a close race with the previous yeah. winner, The Whale. I thought you were going to do that every time. Thing is, oh yeah, I'm sorry, the, yeah, I should do. Uh, but I, you know, thing is that you, you overlooked like The Batman. That was tremendous makeup, and yeah. it just kind of, you know, never was really, never seemed like it was even had a chance. Well, true of the film as a whole. Yeah, I, I maintain that it should have absolutely been like a cinematography and score contender. It should. I agree completely. Speak of the devil. Best cinematography. Bardo, Elvis, Empire of Light, Tar. The previous winner was All Quiet on the Western Front. There you go. Cinematography by James Friend. <laughs> uh, friend Elvis, I guess? Yeah. Cinematography. This is another one. Two. This is where Top Gun was expected to to make. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, Deacon's name. <laughs> this is a this is an off category. Really, it is. It's like I still don't understand how Tar was nominated. I have to go back and watch it. I mean, for the end. Well, and there, well, and there's the um, the bit where she's talking to the student, and it's all one tracking shot and stuff like that. Yeah. But yeah, I know I agree with you. I think it's kind of it's it's a weird inclusion, especially when you consider all the things that didn't make the cut. Yeah, in particular, exactly. there, yes. Yeah, I'll, I'll go with Elvis. I think I would. Win. I think it would have to be Elvis. Yeah. Yeah. Capturing the look and feel of those different yep. eras. Production design: Avatar, Babylon, Elvis, Fablemans. This category was previously won by All Quiet on the Western Front. Production design that. by, forget it. <laughs> We're going to hear that a lot. Yeah, I would imagine Babylon or Elvis. I mean, that's what we thought, but yeah. uh. you know, My thing is Babylon, if you take, well, All Quiet still win, or still has some potential wins. But if you take out the wins that it had, so there's no momentum. If you look at this Babylon and there's Elvis, I think, you know, like are the two. That stand out. I Babylon though just wasn't you know, it didn't get much love. It only had two what two nominations? With was it two? uh three. Three. Well the, it had it had a third nomination that was costumes where it was just never a factor. Yeah. Mm. I'll go Babylon. Yeah, either way. Sound yeah. Maverick was the previous winner. I spoiled that one. All quiet, Avatar, the Batman, Elvis. I have nothing to say here. It's been announced. There you go. All quiet. All quiet. 
All quiet, yeah. Original song. Applause from Tell It Like a Woman. Hold My Hand from Top Gun Maverick. Lift Me Up from Black Panther Wakanda Forever. And this is a life. Everything. <coughs> everywhere. All at once. Um, Hold My Hand, maybe? Steve, say the previous winner. No, the previous winner was Natu Natu from the film RRR. Yeah. Uh, hold my hand. Really? I don't know. I think, I mean, I guess it, I, I, I don't know. Why do you say that, though? Why is it like, I thought Lift Me Up is more powerful. Sure. But I think Hold My Hand was more ubiquitous. Yeah. All right. It'll, it'll be close. I can go either way. Yeah, I don't feel strongly one way or the other. Yeah. Score. Babylon, Banshees, Everything Everywhere, The Fablemans. The previous winner was All Quiet on the Western Front. I mean, it should have been Babylon in the first place. Yes. If not, Fablemans for John Williams. Sure. Steve? Yeah. Yeah, I think Babylon. Babylon is a great score. I, it, that's why it's like when it doesn't win score and it has it, it it's a, you know, it's a, it, it's a great score. It's like, you know, it's, it's can be listened to without even seeing the film and enjoyed. Um, but when something like that doesn't win, you go, eh, it's not going to have a good night. Yeah. And it didn't. Obviously. Yeah. It had so, no night. So Steve's going to do best animated short alone. All right. Um, and it's going to be my year of dicks. There you go. Actually, that's the only one that you would have an answer for. Never mind. We'll skip the, the shorts because yeah, but yeah, I, I picked the wrong one because of course you were going to pick that one. The people's choice. Documentary feature. All that breathes, all the beauty and the bloodshed, fire of love, a house made of splinters. The winner was previously Navalny. Either all the beauty Ooh. or fire with love. Yeah, yeah, I think fire of love. I think all the beauty. I predicted all the beauty, but now that we're here, fuck it. I'll say Fire of Love. I like uh, it. Fire of Love. That was that was higher. No loyalty. No Why way. would I have loyalty to the one I didn't see? <laughs> that's that's fair. International feature: Argentina, nineteen eighty-five. Close. EO, a quiet girl. The winner was previously all quiet on the Western Front. Miles, this is the last time you have to think of EO for a long time. Yeah. Possibly ever. Yeah. Uh, close, I guess. I don't know. Same. Yeah, well, I was going to say close. Earlier, I would have thought Argentina 1985, but close had a lot of... Actually, I was. if it wasn't all quiet in that category, I wouldn't have been surprised to see close. Yeah. The Quiet Girl, too, had some sure. late buzz, it seemed. Sure, sure. Animated feature. You can have Marcel the Shell. Puss in Boots, The Sea Beast, and Turning Red. Puss in Boots. This category was previously won by Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. Yeah, I, could, I think Puss in Boots. I think Puss in Boots as well. Yeah. It peaked at the Actually, right time. Actually, you know what? I don't know. I don't know. I, I think Mar... Mar- uh, yeah, let's go Puss in Boots. But, but Marcel could definitely Mar- have done it too. Marcel, yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, I think it's... Uh, I, I mean, we didn't really take into account the season as much, but 
by that token, you know, turning red also had a moment. But yeah, Puss in Boots, like Miles said, it peaked perfectly. Yeah, I think turning red was too early in the season. Yeah. The animated film. Yeah, yeah. All right. And it just never got any high profile wins, too. Just as important, yes. Uh, Adapted screenplay, All Quiet on the Western Front, Glass Onion, Living, Top Gun. This category was previously won by Women Talking. Women are talking. They are talking. Damn it, not again. Women are talking? That was closer to what he did there. Uh, I guess it's got to be All Quiet, right? It's got to be, although I'd like to believe it would be Glass Onion. Yeah. Yeah, Glass Onion was one that I, I, from the beginning of the year to the end of the year, I couldn't believe how, like, it just kind of sputtered out. Sure. I know. And Original. Your options are The Banshees of Inisherin, The Fablemans, Tar, Triangle of Sadness. This category was previously won by Everything Everywhere All at Once. Banshees or Fablemans? I go Banshees just because I had more nods. I'm going Banshees as well. Sure. I think it should have won, actually. I think Fableman should have won, but we're all fine. Supporting actress, Angela Bassett, Hong Chow, Carrie Condon, Stephanie Hsu. Fuck it, I'm going to say Bassett. This category was previously won by Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah. I'm going to say Condon. Interesting. What do you think? I think uh, Bassett. Bassett? Because I think Bassett would have won SAG then. Yeah, without Curtis, potentially. Supporting actor. Brendan Gleeson. Brian Tyree Henry. Judd Hirsch. Barry uh, Keoghan. This category was previously won by Kihei Kwan. I'd like to believe it's Gleason, but I think it's probably Keoghan. Yeah, probably. I'd love it to be Hirsch, though. Yeah, this is a category. My gosh, like you don't. I mean, you, you knew going in weeks ago who was going to win, and don't really look at the bottom, you know, the remainders, and that. I don't know. That's the thing. Gleason never had a chance to, to get the momentum. Yep. No, I know. I just never. One, I think having that competition from within his category never helped him. Yeah, I know. I, yeah, I, I don't know. I think Gleason would win. Okay, it's a tough call. He, you know, he out of the two, he's a much meatier role. So it's the clearest one yet of like the season would have been different. Oh yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. Actress Anna de Armas, Kate Blanchett, Andrea Riseborough, Michelle Williams. The previous winner was Michelle Yeoh. It's Blanchett. Blanchett. Yeah, I don't think yeah, anyone Blanchett. else was. No one else was taking her down. No. Actor, Austin Butler, Colin Farrell, Paul Mescal, Bill Nye. So I heard it's also mes- Mescal. What do you pronounce Depends. Uh, I know, I know a, uh, Paul Mescal. So yeah, maybe the yeah. previous winner was Brendan Fraser. Um, I assume it was Butler, but I'd like to believe it was Farrell. I mean, you know what? A- if, if, if we are following, you know, suit, we have, don't we have a screenplay? Wait. Did we have screenplay for Banshees? Sort of, yeah. Yeah. And then Poth, and then you had another win. You know what? Maybe this is the night of, of Banshees. Yeah. I'd say, I'd say it'd be Farrell. Possibly. Sure. I think they. I think he would have had the same chance to beat Butler at a SAG. Yeah. And then it would have gone either way. 
Director, Martin McDonough, Steven Spielberg, Todd Field, Ruben Osland. The previous winner was The Daniels. Spielberg. Spielberg. Uh, I'd say McDonough. Okay. Actually, you know, you know what? On that night, I think I'd agree. Okay. Yeah. On this David night, still isn't, it still isn't winning anything. Well, all right. All right. And your nine nominees for picture. All Quiet and Western Front, Avatar, Banshees, Elvis, Fablemans, Tar, Top Gun, Triangle, and Women Talking. Women Be Talking. The, the previous winner was Everything Everywhere All at Once. Again, mm. going back to the previous point, I would have said All Quiet, but on this night, I think I say Banshees. Sure. Yeah, I'm going to go with Banshees as well. It, and because All Quiet still doesn't have any acting nods. You know, it's it's still kind of bottom heavy, so. Okay. Yeah. I can see that. I can see that. All right. Before we close up, I wanted to go look at my uh, my last year's year in advance predictions. Also, quickly, surprise installment. Miles, did Armin White like Creed 3? No, because it has black people in it. Steve? Uh, he, no, he did not like it. Imprisoned by industry formula, Jordan mm. cannot rise above its patronizing cliches. Oh, so patronizing. <laughs> yeah. One more? Did Armin White like 65? Yes, he thinks it's the best action movie of the year already. No. It, it has dinosaurs. Huh. Uh-huh. 65 better than... <laughs> 65 better than John Wick 4, right? There you go. He says... 65 might be the first film ever based on a movie poster. It's unoriginality <laughs> and witlessness follow the latency of most contemporary content. Hey, I, I, I'll give it to him. That's a, that's a good, uh, a good lead right there. <laughs> that, that they made it based on a movie poster. Yeah. It's not even that good a poster. Yeah, it should have been a better poster. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) All right, let's look at my uh, predictions for a minute. See how wrong I was. And I was wrong. So I... Let's just do screenplay above. Actually, I'll quickly mention, my winner for animated feature was the then-titled Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse Part 1. Well, I think that's definitely possible this year. Yeah. My two was Turning Red. My three was Apollo 10 and a half. My four was Pinocchio. And my five was Lightyear. Was bad. I think not, I think not bad based on what we knew. Sure. Mm-hmm. Adapted screenplay. <laughs> I had White Noise, The Whale, Killers of the Flower Moon, She Said, and Poor Things. A lot of stuff that didn't end up coming out. And my uh, 6 through 10, I had Batman at 10. I had Tar at 9, back when I thought it was based on a book. I think we all did for a second, right? Yeah. Uh, Eight women talking. I had the winner there. 
Seven, I had Banshees before I knew it wasn't based on a play. And six, I had The Sun before I knew it sucked. Not my finest showing. It was a simpler time for all of us, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Original screenplay. The Fableman's at one. Nope at two. What was then called Canterbury Glass at three. Empire of Light at four. Armageddon Time at five. Six was Babylon. Seven was Maestro, which is now, now a this year thing. Eight was Disappointment Boulevard, which is now Bo is Afraid, which is now a this year thing. Nine, Everything Everywhere All at Once. 10, Asteroid City, which maybe is a thing this year. Did a little better. I had the eventual winner in the top 10. Yeah, so you if you take your 10 and you and you boil it down, you, you, you do pretty well. It's... Oh, it's not going to stay. Just wait. Oh, okay. Supporting actress. I had Zoe Kazan winning for She Said. Nope. She went lead, not supporting. Two, I had Michelle Williams, The Fablemans. We don't need to get into that chaos. Mm-hmm. Three, I had Lily Gladstone, Killers of the Flower Moon. Maybe that was a sure. great film. Sure. We'll find out, maybe. Four, Jesse Buckley, Women Talking. I was on the money there. They just forgot about that movie. And Carrie Mulligan, Maestro. If you so, go to my six through ten, my number ten, Sadie Sink, The Whale. My number nine, Vanessa Kirby, The Sun. My number eight, Samantha Morton, The Whale. My number seven, Patricia Clarkson, She Said. And my number six that saved me, Hong Chow, The Whale. There you go. Wow, so you had all of them from The Whale. I didn't know what to do, so I just picked them all. Hey, it worked out. Supporting actor, I had Paul, I had Mark Ruffalo winning for the fa- for Poor Things. I had Paul Dano at two for The Fableman, so I got him. I thought he was w- almost winning, as opposed to not getting in. Three, I had DiCaprio for Killers of the Flower Moon. I think he might even be a lead now. I had Tom Hanks at four for Elvis. Whoops. I had Seth Rogen at five for The Fablemans. Six, I had John David Washington, Canterbury Glass. Seven, uh, I had Chris Pine, Don't Worry Darling. Oh. <laughs> oh, boy. Eight, I had Andre Holland for Shirley. We'll see. Nine, I had Tobey Maguire for Babylon. And again, and I saved at the by the saved at the last minute. My number ten, Brian Tyree Henry. Incredible. Nice. Back when it was called Red Wine and Water. Whew. Actress, I had Carrie Mulligan winning for She Said. Strike that, reverse it, still get it wrong. Two, I had Regina King for Shirley. We'll see this year. Three, I had Ana de Armas Blonde. Four, Kate Blanchett Tar. Five, Margot Robbie Babylon. That wasn't awful. Not too yeah. shabby. I really screw the pooch here, though. My number six is Francis McDormand, Women Talking. <sighs> yeah, got a couple things wrong there. Seven, uh, Naomi Aki, I Want to Dance with Somebody. Whoops. Eight, Emma Stone, Poor oh, Things. We'll see. Nine, Jennifer Lawrence, when it was then called Red and White and Water. And ten, Dan- Daniel Deadweiler Till. I had Michelle Yao at 12. You wonder how far some categories would have to, like, who, how many people you'd have to remove for certain people to move up. Because I think Lawrence gave a great performance, but, I mean, I don't, it, Henry was always, seemed to be the, you know, the performance of that film that was getting pushed. Sure. Um, 
Yeah. Is there a world that she sneaks in? In a world. Especially with, with all, you know, with these, uh, with women are talking and they do other films that. That, with very large cast. Sure. Women are talking? Is that I mean, he, he did seem confused. <laughs> that's, he, that's his. Uh... It's a female transformer? <laughs> <laughs> he, he did look almost as confused. Uh. All right. Best actor. I had Brendan Fraser for the whale. But in fairness, didn't you also have that the year before? I think I did. And the year before that? I, since they announced it. Uh, two, Bradley Cooper Maestro. Three, Jesse Plemons Killers of the Flower Moon. Four, Brad Pitt Babylon. Five, Hugh Jackman The Sun. I'm not saying I aced this. Just yeah. saying. Hey, you, only need, you only need one and you got it. Sure. So. Christian Bale, Canterbury Glass at six. Adam Driver, White Noise, seven. Austin Butler, Elvis at eight. Coleman Domingo, Rustin, nine. Joaquin Phoenix, Disappointment Boulevard, ten. Hey, I had Colin Farrell, 12. Huh? I had Bill, I had Bill Nye, 14. Could be worse. That's I had terrible. Tom Cruise at 20. Should have had him higher. Director. I had Spielberg winning for The Fablemans. My number two was David O. Russell. My number three was Martin Scorsese. My number four was at Darren Aronofsky. My number five was Maria Schrader. It doesn't get better, by the way. Six, Yorgos. Seven, Damien Chazelle. Eight, James Cameron. Nine, James Gray. Ten, Noah Baumbach. Eleven, Sam Mendes. Twelve, Bradley Cooper. Thirteen, Oof. David Fincher. Fourteen, Florian Zeller. Fifteen, Wes Anderson. 16, Gina Prince-Blythewood. 17, Olivia Wilde. 18, Todd Field. Woo-hoo-hoo. Woo, you got one, see? 19, Inyari 2. 20, George Miller. 21, Jordan Peele. 22, Baz Luhrmann. 23, Andrew Dominic. 24, Sarah Polly. 25, Matt Reeves. I think Nope is a film that, unfortunately, was obviously overlooked from top to bottom. Um... I yeah, want to know one of why those... I didn't put um, uh, Martin McDonough anywhere. Yeah, yeah, surprising. That's strange. That's your feckin' stupid. <laughs> ha, there we go. Uh, best picture, I had the Fablemans winning. Well, that was the common wisdom at first. It's also, it's also the only member of the top ten I got right. <laughs> Fablemans she said, Killers of the Flower Moon, Babylon, Canterbury Glass, Poor Things, White Noise, The Whale, which I argue was number 11, Armageddon on Time, and The Sun. All wow. Right. 11, Empire of Light. 12, Maestro. 13, The Woman King. 14, Shirley. 15, The Killer. 16 women are talking. 17 Avatar 2. So they we're in a night we got we found a little bit there. 18 The Batman. 19 I want to dance with somebody. 20 Till. 21 Banshees. 22 Nope. 23 Bardo. 24 Don't Worry Darling. 25 Elvis. Miles, Everything- did you end up seeing Avatar 2? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, you didn't see it in 3D though, right? 
No, yeah, we just yeah. did the right. Um, I don't think we were even able to do. Uh, yeah, we just had to watch it standards. So that kind of sucked. Yeah. But no, it was good. I, I thought it was better than the first one. Yeah, I just think it's a kind of a head scratcher to be in in this lineup for ten. You know, just in my opinion, technically, it's amazing. Oh no! But. Oh no! Yeah, in terms of like quality of the movie, I don't think it made my top like thirty. But yeah, yeah. um, but no, it's. I mean. Clearly, people are wowed by it, but uh, yeah, no, I would, I, it, I would never put it in the ten. By the way, twenty-seven, everything, everywhere, twenty-eight, tar, twenty-nine, Dude. knives out. That's where my sweet spot was. Go to the twenties. That's where you hit. Oh yeah. Stay tuned next next week, maybe if I do it. By the way, Top Gun forty-nine. Oh. Okay, so here's here's an idea I have for uh, whenever you're ready with your uh, in advance uh, predictions uh, for this upcoming year is uh, you'll do them as you would do them. And then uh, as we go through them, whenever you're ready, uh, we'll um, go through like the corresponding spots that ended up being nominated this year as much as we can and then see what those would be for. Uh, your current list and see and then we've got the two lists that we can compare after the fact totally by the way number 49 was top gun maverick what do you think number 48 was i i couldn't possibly say oh you're never gonna get this one too it was men huh i, I had men over that i had the northman at 47 crimes of the future 43 where was uh, blonde Blonde was 37. Yeah. I remember so that, that was a lot it of talk. Was, uh, yeah. Well, it could have gone better for me, but yeah, maybe next week I'll, I'll have those and we're going to, we're going to see. So before we, uh, we call it quits, we all, we've seen some stuff. Um, Miles besides Rocky and Creed, You've been to the movies once or twice, haven't you? Uh, twice. Well, one was for Creed, of course. Yes. Um, but I also got to go to an early screening of Dungeons & Dragons, Honor Among Thieves. Um, I guess we'll get into it in a bit more detail and more people have seen it. But here's what I'll just say. It is an absolute riot. Uh, it's easily the best thing I've seen so far this year. Uh, it's so much fun. Uh, it feels like the closest thing we've gotten to like the princess bride or I don't know, stardust, uh, in a really, really long time. Um, it's just, it's funny. It's exciting. It's action packed. It's one of those things where you would think it would just be this utterly generic thing, but everything about it feels fresh and inventive. It's really good. What did they make before? What did the filmmakers make before? Uh, their, their big thing prior was game night and you can feel a lot of that DNA in there. And they wrote the Spider-Man trilogy. Uh, just one. Homecoming, I think. They did Story by on the other two? Uh, maybe. I know they... And Homecoming, I think, had like six to eight credited writers, and I know they were among them. But well, I don't think they worked it. on... Yeah, but I don't think they worked on the next two. How does the uh, comedy uh, balance with the uh, with the action? Is it is it is it 75% comedy and... Or is there a lot of action to it? Um, I would say it's like maybe like 60-40 in favor of comedy. Okay. Um, because the comedy is pre- prevalent throughout, but the action is like, 
it's one of those things where sometimes when you hear action comedy and they lean comedy, the action kind of suffers. The action in this is all really inventive and creative and they use okay. like the way that magic works in this world. And like, I don't know, there's a lot of creative stuff. There's some creative filmmaking uh, being used. Um, like there's some chase scenes, there's some heist scenes. Uh, it, it feels like a heist movie in its DNA more so than a fantasy thing. Nice. It, it's the kind of thing where it feels so little like a fantasy film that even Joey might like it. We're going to find out in uh, several hours. I'm going uh, as you're listening to this. What's it rated? Uh, PG 13. And how does it play that PG 13? Um, you know, I, I would um, there's like one or two moments that where it like shows some violence, but it's rendered in kind of a cartoon oh. way. Violence is fine. This is America. Um, yeah, because I this actually the more I hear about it, the more I'm thinking this might be a, a film to take the the kids to. My kids uh, enjoy geeking out. So okay, well then yeah, definitely. It's fine. got if you if uh, it's got a very similar vibe to like the first Guardians of the Galaxy. Like oh, if you're into that fantasy. kind of vibe, but in a fantasy setting, that's okay. pretty much where you're at and uh we shall be going there you go i i saw scream okay and, uh i'm not gonna say i liked it i didn't hate it it's just as th- it, it's starting to fall into the halloween like do they see the other ones are they not yeah i think there's there's two-thirds of the film i was i had it, it was promising the last third i was like they, they, it was kind of driverless i felt it's like they, okay. they put an autopilot and it just kind of went somewhere, which is what I felt with the Halloweens. It's like they said that they loved the originals and then they proved that they really didn't. Um, so well, do you think I'm hoping after a way of him to complain about uh, Halloween again. No, no, it just, it, it just, <laughs> it just, I didn't think about it until, until I was writing about it. And I was like, yeah, you know what? It's, it's sad because I love screen. I've loved the screen film since day one. And, I'm only hoping because the core four is great. They need to have faith in them. What they need to do is say, move on and say, this is the future. And, and, and the, the worst thing overall was my God, I, I watched uh, a, a, a film based on real life, uh, Boston Strangler. Yes. And I saw a man get stabbed a few times and he dies. I watched this film and I've watched people get stabbed like a half dozen to a dozen times. And then they're walking around shortly after. I'm like, you know what? You have to, the suspension of disbelief has to, has to exist. Um, or can't, the bar can't be so low. And, you know, if, if I'm, if I'm out of it, if I'm like, even in a horror film, if you're like, eh, that's bullshit. Like that early on, it, it, it kind of ruins everything else. And scream, I think always had kept that. What, what worked about it was, Especially with the kind of home invasion type feel, you know, you're being attacked in this place where you feel safe, and uh, and in people who you think you trust are maybe the ones coming after you, and this one just didn't seem like it had any rules. And even the the, the rules that they that they were selling, the whole franchise, you know, here are the rules. I was like, uh, I don't know, did anyone like go through those with a fine tooth comb or even? big uh, big ass brush because it just it, it felt like sloppy i don't know so disappointing i enjoyed the first two thirds the last third but i'm hoping I, I still have hope that they can steer this back and maybe correct it with with a good strong number seven okay but okay. also make sure you're watching uh, on television there, there's a ton of great stuff out there uh the new uh, lucky hank uh on amc with bob odenkirk 
Yellow Jackets, which I can't reveal much because we're a day before. Well, I guess well, I'm not going to reveal anything anyways. But uh, so far, so great. If you like the first season, uh, this picks up right off, you know, right where you'd want it to. And it gets a little crazier. It's a little funnier. And more. every time they answer a question, a, a new one gets proposed. Um, Ted Lasso, Party Down. I mean, there's tons of stuff. Shrinking. So if you're not going to your cinema, go to your TV and watch and, 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 and dig around. Actually, go to Awards Radar. Yes. Check out our reviews. Hey. And then take some of our suggestions because there's a there's a ton of good stuff out there. And I'm yeah. not, you know, I, I, it's, it's, it's upsetting to me when you hear like people are watching and it's like, oh, I'm watching Friends for the fifth time. I'm like, have you seen Poker Face? Yeah. You know, have you, have you seen, I, I can give you a, a laundry list. So, and, and Picard too. If you're a Star Trek fan, go check out Picard. Uh, it does play some, you know, it does a little fan service, but it also delivers some true Star Trek magic. And uh, I, I haven't seen the, the conclusion of it yet, but I'm hoping for a great send off for these characters that we've loved for, wow. for decades now. I'll be so, watching. That's it. I'll be watching Ted Lasso soon. I finished Shrinking. Shrinking is great as well. Yes. Shrinking. Oh, yeah. That, that's another one. It's, it's yeah. on uh, Awards Radar. I, I was going to watch uh, Ted Lasso this weekend, but I'm going to be out of town for a day on something that I can talk about when I get back. So, Oh, yeah. Actually, I was going to ask you about that on the side. Oh, one more thing. Servant. Servant closed out. Uh, M. Night Shyamalan gets all the credit for it, but it's uh, Tony Bescallop, who is the creator of it, who also created the consultant for for Amazon Prime Video. Um, but Servant closed out after four years of theories and head scratching uh it, you know maybe the solutions were simpler but they they tied it all together and it made sense and it was emotional and it was uh, the more i think about it i'm like yeah very well done i, I applaud it so if you haven't watched servant go and check it out don't be afraid because it, it uh it all works out in the end in well you, sure. you get a good you get a satisfying rewarding uh conclusion in my okay opinion, so that's fair um, and next week I'll talk, or maybe the week after, I'm not sure. I'll talk about Air once more people have seen it. But that movie is yeah. great. I'm oh. surprised how well that um, um, the reviews are and, and your reaction to it. Oh, it's so good. It's, it's, I, it's I'm a, not. It seems exactly up his alley. <laughs> well, I mean, but yeah, well, that's a thing. But then sometimes Joe has, you know, you like, oh, this is a Joey movie. And then you don't, you don't get the people behind him backing him. And sure, sure. Which which is certain films that I you know which I go you know what I might actually like that more. And then there's times like this where you say, wow, it's I'm surprising to hear that you know you're right. Just, they're on uh, my side. Yeah, that everyone's on your side. So that's good. Oh, it's I'm it's excited. very much in the tradition of like Moneyball and the sports movie that doesn't actually focus on the sport. Oh, it's so good. And a secret <sighs> sort of under the radar like moms believing in their sons movie. So I like that too for I reasons like those as well that are fairly obvious. Oh, it's so good. So much fun. Affleck like, directs it like a machine. Ugh. We were, I was we were talking I said this a while I was off air that like he's a he's a really good director. Like I'm kinda mad now that he was Batman for so long. We mm-hmm. lost like two movies probably out of him. Hey, you know what? Maybe what's wild is that it doesn't even do this. What's wild is that it doesn't even feel like he was Batman that long. <laughs> no, like yeah. it, it always felt like he had a foot out the door, but it still held up his career for years. We still have one more performance. Yeah. Can, can you talk about this film or is it still embargoed? What air? No, I'm good. Here. Oh, uh is there a uh, like a under the radar MVP? Um besides the the big cast? Yeah, a Christmasina. 
Oh, really? He's um, Jordan's agent. And he and Matt Damon have these phone arguments where, where he just curses up a storm at him. It's it's sort of the comedic highlights of the film. It's really good. Uh, but yeah, uh, Matt Damon's great. Affleck's great. Viola Davis is phenomenal. Uh, Jason Bateman's very good. It's really well done. Makes you care about a goddamn shoe. <laughs> it's it's there, so is, well done. Is there any basketball? A little bit. A little? There's enough. Not, um, yeah, okay. I mean, if it, as much as anything else, it's also a mission statement for the company that Matt Damon and Ben Affleck are running. Artist Equity. Whatever. Yeah, right. Artist Equity, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because one of the aspects of Jordan with the shoe was getting a percentage. It's kind of something towards the end of the movie. But anyone who knows the story knows it. And it's kind of the same thing they're talking about for film. So it, it dovetails nicely. Um, I just meant waiting to talk about it just in, until you guys had seen it. Because it's uh it's I think it might be an awards player too. Sounds like it could be. I mean yep. well, the the parameters of when award season is and isn't are definitely changing. Well yeah, we've had two winner best picture winners in a row from the first half of the year. Exactly. So something I'll be talking about next week as well when my when I if I put up predictions, but You know what I yeah. like the idea of that just because you know, Hollywood will follow and they'll say, what was the chemistry? You know, like what was the formula to create this? And then that means we don't have to watch shit in February and March, uh, maybe going forward. Maybe we're going to get a lot more, you know, them taking a chance on that film that might show up later on in the year. So fingers crossed, because I hate, I hate the fact that you go, ah, it's Thanksgiving time to uh, go to the movies every day, four times a day. Just to stay on top of, you know, sure. It'd be nice to do that year round. All right. Yeah, so uh, we'll talk more about air soon. We're going to close up shop now. And when you guys say where you can be followed, I want you to tell me the movie you're most looking forward to see. Because I think, Miles, we hit a lot of your early season markers already. Yeah, um, come back to me because I'm going to look mine up. Steve, we're going to be followed. Oh, you, you mean in, in just in general? I mean, yeah, for really, the shoot. I can be followed on Twitter and Letterboxd at Film Snork. You can also check out The Verse where we discuss you know, all the movies and films that we uh, that fill these cinematic universes. So if you're into those quote-unquote geek films and geek series, jump on board. Looking forward to, speaking of which, uh, Dungeons & Dragons, uh, John Wick, and, and Air. Air was one that I would probably, you know, I'd be interested in seeing, but uh, your reaction... And you know, your to it is, is definitely catapulted that very high on my on my radar. So right. on my list. Cool. Um, Everything can't be on my radar. Yeah, that's true. There you go. Over you. Um, uh, you can find me on both Twitter and Letterboxd at Miles on Film. That's M Y L E S on Film. Please check out my short films, American Exorcist and Once Upon a Dracula. They are both on YouTube under Aftershock Pictures and Chase Capo, respectively. You'll be able to see my review of Dungeons and Dragons uh, pretty soon on Awards Radar, so keep your eyes out for that. Uh, and um, as far as um, looking forward to, I mean, I'm very excited for John Wick. I'll be seeing that on Friday. Um, I'm looking forward to the Mario movie, Evil Dead Rise, Guardians 3. Uh, there's a lot of uh, really cool stuff coming out pretty much back to back. Yeah. You can follow me at 
Joey Maggots in Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Letterboxd, all that good stuff. Awards Radar is at Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. And I'm going to throw a curveball. There's probably things in between that I'm, I want to see more. But just because. Uh, Saw 10, baby. <laughs> That's happening yeah. this year? Oh, yeah. It already, it already shot. Oh, oh, really? All right. Yeah. I'm I mean, a little you, behind. You, you can have your Oppenheimers and Killers of the Flower Moons. Give me Saw X. Now I'd have to go th- through like the full list to figure out what's like the big thing that I'm yeah. oh yeah you know I'm the rest of the year, but just in terms of what's next up, yeah, sure. There's plenty of stuff I'm sure I'm missing, but it works for this. Yeah, all right, but yes, we'll be that's back. very exciting. <laughs> yep, we'll be back next week. We will uh, start planning out what our uh, off-season coverage will look like, and yeah, I'll have uh, returned from a quick trip out west to do something that I will be able to talk about when I'm back. And on the podcast, so we'll leave you in a little bit of suspense. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. A cliffhanger. Who shot Mr. Burns? You'll find out next week. Take care. Drop it. I said drop it. That's not Mr. That's not uh, Mr. Burns at all. It's a mask. (laughs) What a great episode. Uh, Anyone could have done it. Who's going to solve it? Anyone could solve it. Even you. At a, it's like taking candy from a baby. Ooh, that sounds like a that sounds like a lark. <laughs> oh, uh, oh yeah, that's probably copyright infringement at this point. So uh, we gotta go. Oh, oh uh, yeah, bye y'all. I didn't say drop it. There <laughs> you go. Oh. The voice changed. Thanks for listening. Be sure to subscribe and to visit awardsradar.com for the best in awards and entertainment content. 